Hey, what's up, awesome human? Before we get started with today's episode, I just wanted to invite you to be a guest on Authentic Influence Podcast. For founders and marketers of B2B services or software companies that want to get more leads and sales online, our B2B content audit interview will concentrate on coming up with practical ideas to assist you to improve the results of your content marketing. The ideal guest would be a founder or marketer of a six or seven figure B2B service or software business wanting to grow their website traffic and generate more leads online. This is all 100% free, so head on over to www.simplecreativemarketing.com forward slash live audit. That's simplecreativemarketing.com forward slash live audit and sign up for a content audit interview today. Now here's today's episode of Authentic Influence. Welcome to Authentic Influence with host Anthony Chansamuth. The show where we get real and share the stories and struggles, strategies and tactics of successful influencers and entrepreneurs so that you too can take action to create the life and business that you choose. And now over to Anthony. All right, so uh, let's go. We are kicking off our B2B podcast party uh, on Authentic Influence podcast. Now we are recording live on Zoom and this will be uh, then shared onto all the podcast platforms. So whatever you're subscribed to, uh, you can listen to it on that. So I wanted to, first of all, uh, welcome our, our guests to the show. Uh, we'll do a proper intro in, in a moment, um, but uh, I'm going to just lay out the format for, particularly for Stevie, who hasn't been on before. Um, Erica's been on a couple of times now, so Erica loves... Uh, well, why do you keep coming back, Erica? Let's go. Let's start with that. <laughs> oh, you're, you're, I think you're on mute. I can't hear you. Sorry. My daughter's beside me is singing, but... When Anthony tells you to do something, you should do it right away because it's usually good information that you should implement right away. So if you're hosting something, I'm going to be there. <laughs> Thank you. There you go. That was not a planned testimonial. That just Erica being honest. Uh, and that's why I love having her on the show. Okay. <laughs> Brilliant. I love that. <laughs> All right. So uh, this is how, oh, before we, let's do the, the whole sponsor thing. So this show is... This episode is uh, sponsored or partnered. Uh, okay, let me tell you a bit about the sponsor before I tell you who they are. Uh, and I'm just going to uh, mute you, uh, our guest today, uh, for now, and then we'll I'll bring you back in in a moment. Um, okay. All right, so if you are wanting to write faster and better blog posts, social media posts, info products, course, write courses and, and create courses, uh, if you're in the real estate, industry or have clients to do that. Uh, if you want to write e-commerce listings and email follow-up sequences and Facebook ads and video scripts and legal docs, are you feeling overwhelmed yet? Because I am. Um, and if you write scientific papers, which I don't, and I try to avoid at all cost, um, but you may. Uh, and if you want to write birthday cards to mom, uh, you probably should do it on yourself, but if you struggle with that, this tool can help you. Okay, so uh, I'm talking about Jasper and it's a tool that I have incorporated into my marketing mix. I recommend it. Uh, particularly for those who really struggle with writing content quickly. Um, and and it, it can really help just speed up the brainstorming process. So for a lot of writers uh, or even non-writers, a common challenge is what we call writer's block. It's like when you sit down and you go, oh, you know, you know, you think you know what you're going to write and you just struggle for 30 minutes and then you go, oh, crap. Um, and then you go, I better hire someone else. And so um, that's, that's you know, one way, certainly, you know, this is this is a copywriter recommending a tool, okay? So, um, of course, if you want a professional and you want to, you know, and you've got the budget and you want to work with a copywriter, we do that at, at Simple Creative Marketing. Um, and also, you know, we've got partners that do that as well. But for the, some people who they just don't, they, they just want something quick they want to use, right? So uh, check it out, Jasper. I've got tutorials uh, on YouTube, on our website, uh, on, on how I use the tool. I can write an article, you know, long form, 2,000 words. Uh, I can do the, 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 the draft of it. Uh, it can take me, you know, 30 minutes um, when it used to take me like four hours or eight hours, right? Um, 
but uh, now it won't solve all your problems. So I will I will preface and say that just because you have a tool, it doesn't do the entire thing for you, and you you no longer need writers or editors. Okay, so that's where people make a mistake. But if you need something quick, like particularly for social media, it's very handy. Um, so we, you can grab a free trial um, if you want to have a play with it. Um, you just head over to simplecreativemarketing.com forward slash AI, uh, and then you can have a play with this AI tool. And um, before anyone starts getting worried, no, this tool is not replacing humans and taking away jobs. Okay, so that's, that's a common question I get. Um, so let's move on. Okay, so today uh, in our podcast party, this is our format. We're going to start off with a 10-minute marketing tip, uh, and I'll run through. Uh, today we're talking about landing pages and, and how to really craft a, a compelling landing page. So if that's something you want help with, this is for you. Uh, then we'll have a Q&A related to landing pages, and then we'll do a speed, ne speed networking session where you, our guests on uh, the join live, and this is a benefit of registering and joining as a guest, is you get 60 to 90 seconds to pitch your business and tell us all about the wonderful work that you do uh, in your world. Okay, and then at the end we'll have an open Q&A, and uh, our guests can ask questions. Uh, they've already submitted some questions, so we can go to those, or if they have anything that's pertinent that's on their mind, certainly we'll open the floor and our guests can talk about those. And we have a nice chat, and this is where we really get to interact. Okay, so we are not starting with a Q&A. I need to change that slide. Okay, um, let's go. 10-minute tip. Crafting a compelling landing page for your offer. All right, uh, just quick check in with our guests. Do you have landing pages? Do you have offers? <laughs> just type in a chat um, and uh, let's get the chat going in there. And that's going to be, you know, if you have questions that come up during this session, put them in the chat there. I'll come back to that um, afterwards. But um, certainly, yeah, let's get some engagement going as well because this is, okay, yes, from Erica. She does have landing pages and Stevie does landing pages for herself and also for her clients. Uh, Stevie is Australia's best marketing coach. Um, you know, and that's, uh, I'm not biased at all. So, uh, let's, uh, and not because she's my client either. So <laughs> let's move on. Uh, okay. So five essential elements of a high converting landing page. Number one is having a clear and unique, uh, a clear and unique selling, uh, having clear, unique selling proposition, USP. All right. So, um, I'll break down the five and then I'm going to go through one at a time. Okay. So number two is having an engaging hero shot. Uh, and we'll talk about what that is. So that's the visual element, all right? Number three is having compelling benefits. Um, number four, on your landing page, you need to have inspirational social proof, okay? And the fifth thing you're gonna need is a strong call to action, or what we call CTA in marketing speak. Uh, so those are the five elements. Uh, if you're watching this replay or you're on live with me, you can screenshot, go for it. You wanna reshare, retweet, go for it, all cool. Okay, so um, number one, clear, unique, Unique selling proposition. Um, I'm almost uh, tempted to have Stevie answer this question because she would give us the technical marketing, you know, uh, doctorate MBA version of this, but uh, <laughs> she's shaking her head. Uh, but uh, really the question we want to answer with our unique, with our USP is what makes you different from your competitors? All right, so someone's landing on your landing page or your homepage on your website, right? Uh, the question they want to, like you want to answer straight away is, okay, what makes you different? All right. Um, why should someone choose you, your brand, over someone else's brand? Okay. So you know there are competitors in your space. You're not the only one doing the thing that you do. Uh, you know, most likely. And so, and you know, for me, the important message we want to convey here with our USB is what's the promise? Right. So if you uh, if you support business, uh, you know, you're a marketing coach like Steve is, and you support, uh, you know, whether it's SME level or, or uh, other B2B brands and they're coming to you and they want to know, well, uh, you know, if I hire you, you know, and we're, we sign up for a 12 month engage, engagement, okay, what's the end result, right? Um, Erica and, and, and I won't steal, I won't take away all the, all the pictures because I, I want to hear Steve and Erica do their pictures themselves, but uh, Erica does some amazing work with virtual events. Um, and so someone who wants to hire Erica or, or join her, her, her membership, you know, what's the promise of the membership? Okay, what, what do they get, right? Uh, and you really, the key of a, a great USP is it sets a clear expectation. So there's no confusion around what it is that you deliver, right? Um, if it's too flaky and ethereal and it's out there in the world and people have no concept of what it is that they're going to get by investing in you or your business, uh, you have a problem, okay? So here's an example uh, that I pulled from uh, a site called code, codecademy.com. 
they basically provide training and help uh, people develop coding skills. All right, a hot skill right now. So if you have kids and you're wondering what should they be studying at school, um, coding is probably a good one, right? Um, because there's a, I'm just looking at job boards constantly and, and this is, is a high demand skill right now um, and will be for the foreseeable future. So if we look at the USPs highlighted on their landing page, front and center at the top of the page, uh, it says, oh, we've got a guest joining, so let's, uh, in okay okay so so yeah the the, the landing page you know, it says we're gonna ignore the Black Friday sale at the top for now um, but let's assume it's not there and then we have a, a, the page front and center it says go from curious to confident so that is the USP okay that is the brand promise it says if you do whatever you know we provide you with uh, you're gonna go from curious to confident now, the the subtitle actually then tells you uh, the the subtitle then actually tells you it gives you more detail around the promise. Okay, and actually says Code Academy Pro gives you more than coding skills. We give you the confidence and experience you need to reach your potential. Right. So now we we get oh okay I go from curious to confident, which is what I want, and I'm gonna get coding skills that that really help me reach my potential as a coder right uh, or, or you know so the languaging there is, is very deliberate right and it helps you get it helps you understand straight away what is this about okay so that's an example uh, and, and there are a ton of examples out there and, and we could go through those all day but I won't so let's move on <laughs> okay. um, number two is engaging hero shot all right so this is not about you flashing your beautiful you know smile um, I know most of us have professional photo uh, photos done. Uh, this is not the place to put it. Okay, um, this is actually a, a visual representat representation of your offer. Okay, and the the question we're answering here is: Can your buyers empathize and place themselves in a scenario where they're using your product or service? All right. Um, so this is about them. Okay, the landing page is all about them. Right. Uh, and this can be. It doesn't have to be just an image. It could be an animation. It could be a video. Okay. So let's. What does that look like? Here's an example. Okay, so Taki Moore is a coach um, that works with coaches, uh, business coaches and, and marketing coaches, uh, and one of my mentors. And so, you know, here's, here's a one that he put up recently, a landing page. So you can see on the landing page, it starts off with design your roadmap program. That's the name of the thing that he's offering. Um, and then it says, you know, the, 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 the subtitle says, give your, re your clients a reason to stay with you longer while helping them win faster. Okay, so it tells you that basically tells you exactly what this program can help you do and help you achieve. Um, so if you're, you're wanting that, great. Then the next thing that is beneath the text is a video, right? It's an embedded video and it's actually Taki. It's, I think it's like a Loom video that he recorded and it goes for about you know, five or seven minutes, right? Um, and if you click play, you, you can watch him actually talk through uh, the thing that you're about to download, okay? So it says download your copy here, but it actually talks through, uh, you know, like how does it work, right? He's actually teaching you how to use his tool, right? His worksheet, which is pretty clever. Like I think it, it, it does a few things because it 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 can it allows you to connect to the person who's teaching the concept, right? Um, so he's so you're building rapport just by watching the video, um, and then the second thing he's then giving you, uh, he's helping you be successful with the worksheet because sometimes we download PDFs and things like that and we don't know how to use them. And we're like, oh, we thought it was going to be easy. And then it's like, oh my gosh, this is going to take me a long time. Uh, but in here, you literally have a video you can watch as you're doing the thing, right? Um, so that's another way to, uh, you know, include and engaging. We're calling, we're calling it a hero shot, but it's really a visual element, right? Um, okay, that's number, uh, that's number two. Number three, okay, compelling benefits, all right? So... On your landing page, you must answer, how will this product or service benefit me? And when I say me, that's your customer, right? So that, that's the question that's in their mind. So therefore, you know, your landing page must answer that, that question, okay? Uh, your USP should signal already like how it's gonna benefit them. And now we're gonna add more detail to it, right? Because then the question, you know, the question is, what is, the, what, what is the benefit? And then it goes to, well, how does it benefit, right? So what are the actual things that need to happen, right? Now, here's where we go into the difference between features and benefits, right? Features typically describe what your product or service does. And where I see a lot of, you know, business owners and, and marketers um, 
when they're marking something, they, it's very easy for them to get into the features, right? Uh, you get you know ten hours of coaching with me. You get um, you know follow up meeting notes and you know Zoom recording and all these things, right? Um, but the thing that they're missing commonly is the benefit. Okay, well you know uh, I don't know. Steve, you probably probably remember back in the day. We would go back maybe five or ten years ago. Uh, there were a lot of these people up on the stages and they were you know talking, selling programs and things like this. They would do the whole thing where you're like, okay, here's Know, they would literally list like 20 features and then get and then say and there's more and it used to be a famous guy i can't remember his name in australia you know there's still more whatever his name was you probably know steve is laughing um and, and that used to be the way to sell and and you know we were like oh my gosh we're getting all these like 100 things and then you you receive the thing once you've paid for it and you go i'm not gonna open up any of that like that's, that's i'm just overwhelmed now um and so you know that's what features are but what we really want to convey at the same time are benefits, right? And this is where you describe the value you're providing, okay? So what is it that, that they're really coming here for? Why are they coming to you? Um, and, and what is it that, you know, once they use some of those features, what benefit do they get from it, right? Um, let's give a real example of this, and this is a common one that I think all our guests would know and listeners would know. Um, so there's a brand out there called Apple. Uh, you might have heard of them, right? <laughs> uh, so, you know, the, the thing, and the, this is the thing, right? They didn't have the best product on the market and they didn't have the only product on the market, the only MP3 player when this thing was released, right? Um, but their competitors failed in the marketing. There was actually, a, a, oh, I can't remember what it was. There was another brand that had, maybe it was Sony. Um, they had a device that was out there, but it didn't get the traction that Apple did with its iPod. Um, and it came down to this, right? So the other brands were talking about storage they were you know this is back in the you know 80s 90s the common language when selling technical stuff was let's talk about all the details and the specs that would get into storage for one gigabyte of mp3s and no one knew what an mp3 was right um and so it, it's like so what right <laughs> uh, why am i carrying to one gigabyte of mp3s what do i do with this thing so what apple's marketing team did you know what the agency they hired did um they basically said you you now have the ability to carry 1000 songs in your pocket right and everyone went whoa like what because before that what did we have we had casio cassette tape things where you had to you know and discmans and you had to carry a cd a dvd disc cd in your bag and it's like it's just not really practical um, but we did it anyway uh and uh and now you literally you have this device which is 1000 songs in your pocket and that just took off right um so that's the benefit so the feature is the storage and the gigabytes and all those things the benefit is the 1000 songs in your pocket and in when you hear that immediately your mind goes to well what you know who am i going to put in there am i going to put in the rolling stones am i listening to beyonce like that's where your, your head's going um and and you know you get you get it straight away okay so compelling benefit you need that those on your landing page and the final thing oh not the final thing but the next thing you're going to need is inspirational social proof. And of course, me being the case study guy, this is huge. Uh, and I'm going to talk about this till the cows come home, but I don't have any cows. Um, and so, it, you know, this is really what we want to answer here is, does this actually work for someone like me? That's the question your prospective buyer is asking or the person that might be opting into your thing. Um, you know, and so, you know, you want to social, you want to sh show evidence of other people like them or businesses like them that have used your thing that you're offering okay um and so social proof can be in the form of customer reviews and count on uh, it can be a count of how many customers you have so you would see like if you go to a site like airbnb they literally have like sixty thousand hosts you know and they have that on the landing page um that they do that for a reason right um and so uh, it can be um you know Trust seals, you might see these little fancy images that say, you know, that, that we are a secure site or a secure company or, you know, whatever it may be. Um, you know, uh, it comes out, even the domain has to be HTTPS right now, otherwise Google's going to de-rank your site, you know, because you want to have, your site needs to be secure because there's a lot of cyber uh, security stuff going on right now. Awards from reputable organizations, uh, expert testimonials, and, you know, well, there are different types of social proof, right? So you can incorporate, I wouldn't say, Put all of those things on the landing page because then you just it's overkill um but pick m maybe just one or two and focus those on the landing page right 
Um, expert, uh, in addition to awards from reputable organizations, the other thing a lot of brands like to do is support featured in. So if they were featured in specific media companies or publications or things like that. Um, they like to have those logos up there saying that we were featured in, you know, Forbes or Channel 10 or whatever it is, right? So you can do that as well. Um, and then the final uh, element you want to have on your landing page is a strong call to action. And uh, your call to action is really the, the thing that makes your goal a reality. If your goal is to sell a program, to have someone opt into your newsletter, to download something, uh, to book a call, right? Uh, this has to be compelling, okay? Uh, and I'm talking about specifically a button on the page, um, which is where the action happens, right? So you've done all the great work to build it up to this point here. And if they don't click the button because your call to action sucks, uh, you failed, right? Uh, and so here, you know, we want to avoid generic language like click here, <laughs> uh, that is not compelling, right? Um, and if you've got forms, you know, as part of your your sequence here, uh, only ask what you need and keep forms short, right? So you might have seen some forms which are like ten different fields in it. Uh, we are short for time. We're busy. We don't want to do that. Uh, we already are annoyed if we have to click on that little uh, thing that proves that we're a human and not a robot, um, right? So you know. It, really want to like yeah simplify um now if you can't budge on some of those fields because your sales team or you need to collect certain data um then break your questions into steps and you can use what's called a breadcrumb technique i won't get into that but you basically show uh one question at a time or or, or um yeah, you really make it simple for people okay you can use multiple ctas as long as they serve the same conversion goal all right um, so you might have seen like some pages, uh, home pages or landing pages where you go down and you scroll down and there's three buttons and there's three options, um, but it's the same goal, right? What they're wanting is for you to make a choice, um, but the choice, no matter what you choose, it gives relevant data to the business uh, and they, they move you forward in the process, right? Now, what you don't want to have is two different buttons that do two different things. Like one thing is like buy my program, the other one is book a discovery call. Or or go and watch a webinar, right? Like you, you're you're now confusing the buyer. It's like, well, what am I meant to do? And like me, when I walk into Woolworths, which is a supermarket here in Australia, uh, and I I'm looking for you know a can of something on the shelf, and I'm literally presented with ten different versions of that can. Uh, I just go stuff and I'm out of here. <laughs> like it's just too much, right? Um, and your visitor is your priority, so be clear how clicking on your CTA will benefit them or what they will receive in return. Here's an example. You may notice uh, notice brand. It's called Airbnb. Um, and so, you know, literally, you know, the, 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 the headline is earn money as an Airbnb host. So this is a page that they give to you if you're interested in being a, becoming a host. Um, and then it, you know, gives you the, the benefit statement from, save, for, from saving for home repairs to taking a dream trip. Hosts use the extra income to fund their passions. Isn't that a compelling statement to make, right? Um, for you to become a host. And then the next, the call to action is not click here. The call to action is start hosting, right? It's like, that's what I want to do. Okay, I'm going to start hosting, yeah? Um, so that's quick recap. Oh, well, before we recap, I want to just give the design elements. If you're looking at designing a landing page, okay, how does it look and, and what do you need to, uh, how does it flow? Okay, I'm just going to quickly run through a uh, template that Unbounce, they're a, a landing page company um, they've put together. So at the top, you have your, usually you have your logo, so it says that you're a real company. Then you would have your uh, headline. Okay, we talked about that, it's got to be strong. Then you've got your supporting copy, uh, which is a paragraph that describes what the headline's all about. And then you've got your hero image or your animation or your video on the right. Okay, and as you scroll down, so that's all of what we call above the fold. So when the, the, the page loads on someone's uh, usually on, on their desktop, not on their laptop, but uh, sorry, not on the on the phone, but on the computer. Um, you want to have all this information above the fold, so, so before they have to scroll down. Okay, uh, and then you've got some more information like uh, supporting copy form fields. If you're collecting data, you might have a subheading. Then you've got social proof. Okay, so in there is a nice image of a woman smiling, and then her, her a quote from her about her using this. This is actually from Koala. Feed. I don't know what they are qualified. I don't know HR software looks like. Um, and then you've got beneath that, even if you had just those top three sections and then a call to action, uh, that's good enough, right? Uh, but if you really want to like strengthen the landing page, you can add a reinforcing statement, you can get additional benefits, features, and then a footer, right? Um, and so, and your footer needs to have the, you know, the, the we, uh, 
your privacy policy, your terms and conditions, these sort of things, so people know that you're a legit business. Okay, um, so that's the structure. I'll share the link for anyone who wants to go and check that out. Um, but let's quick recap. Okay, five essential elements for a compelling landing page. One, clear USP. That's your unique selling proposition. Two, you want to have an engaging hero shot. Three, you want to have compelling benefits. Four, inspirational social proof. And five, a strong call to action. Okay, so that's our 10-minute tip for today. Uh, go forth and create amazing landing pages. And if you need any feedback or reviews or comments, shoot them over to me. I'm happy to, to do that uh, and, and bring them to our next podcast party uh, and we can talk about it. Okay, um, let's go. So before we do that, let's open the floor to our guests. We have uh, three amazing guests. And um, why don't we just... Any questions on landing pages right now, or anything you've, you've, or even just comments on what you've just learned over the last ten minutes? Who wants to say something? <laughs> I'll have some water. Erica, yes. Uh, I've never heard uh, more than one call to action before, so that was something new. Yeah, I, I would, you know, my from my uh, experience doing landing pages for people and, and for myself, uh, I would try and steer clear of doing multiple call to actions on one landing page you can do it uh, the scenario where that's relevant would be if you had for example uh, one landing page if you were selling a program uh, you know or a membership and, and then within that you had um, depending on what type of buyer it is so maybe they are you know someone who's a startup versus someone who's more established business so your call to action at the bottom might say okay click here if you're a startup and get the startup package and click here if you're an established business and get the established business package. But you notice no matter what, what option they click, they're still buying the membership. You're not sending them somewhere else. You're not saying, okay, um, it's just saying, you know, someone did this really well. Um, what was her name? Um, she used to work for Digital Marketer, the brand. Um, she, she did a landing page where she had your core... Uh, the basic package. So she was selling a like a, a four or six week implementation program. She had she she offered a basic package, and then she offered what she called the VIP package, right? Um, and the VIP gave more time with the coach and and templates and other things. Um, so there were additional benefits, and the price point was higher. Okay, uh, but but she knew that you know 10% of her buyers would go for the VIP and then the majority of people would go for the basic um, and then that's how she did that um, I, I want to Steve you might have some experience with multiple court actions versus single court actions yeah I was, I was actually going to say um, just thinking about specific sectors so healthcare being one of them um, and I get a lot of questions often like we have we have a I'm just going to shout out to my amazing client Sydney Pelvic Clinic um, who are the center of excellence for for pelvic physiotherapy and as a physiotherapist they are not allowed to put up testimonials um, you know really directly um, so we can't sort of push people obviously people only need a healthcare appointment if they need it you know we're not pushing people to have an appointment when they're not in in need of it so we have to be a little careful on that and one of the things I was going to say is that a great way to still be able to prove that's that social proof in your expertise is um uh, to write something called a case study I don't know if you've ever heard of those Anne but <laughs> um but case studies are a really great way to be able to tell that story of what the of a real life case and we do those anonymously so for healthcare we just we you know it's based on a real case but we change the names you know and I think that that's and which is perfectly then fine within the guidelines and I think that that's a way that you can provide social proof because I've often had you know pushback I suppose from you know healthcare in particular clients I'll say but we can't do that we can't do social proof we're not allowed to do reviews we're not allowed to do testimonials and that's not entirely true so there are ways to do that so I think actually it's great to be able to send people off to a case study so even though it's not the direct call to action you know we don't necessarily what we might want them to do with healthcare is book an appointment um, rather than selling like a program or something but we can't we can put that in as call to actions but that's why we would have multiple call to actions because what we're actually doing as well as providing content and value so we send them off to articles or case studies to read more about what we do. Um, I think that works for businesses where you, perhaps your client might not or your customer might not want to sign up straight away for something because maybe there's a level of embarrassment 
about the, you know, relating to the service. I'll know something about this. She's nodding away. Um, so maybe they, you know, like I, I know before we've had, I've had a client who worked with women with menopause and they're just like, they don't want to like stuff on social because they don't want anyone to know that they might be going through menopause. So, you know, people don't always fess up to what's obviously happening in their life. They don't always want it public on social media. So I think, and they don't always want to fill a form out on a landing page until they're sure. So I think sometimes the social proof actually extends beyond that immediate call to action. And we can sometimes give people more informational content that can help them to make their decision. And then when they're ready, they can still, there's always a button there for them to book their appointment, for example. So that's where I would see sort of multiple calls to action being um, effective for clients in those sorts of situations, for sure. Yeah, I love that because I, I actually had a, uh, a client that was a psychology, a child psychology clinic. Um, and so for them, similar story that they'd really can't yeah. read testimonials. Um, but um, what we did was with the call to action, it was, you know, um, uh, they could, the option was you could book a call or you can actually just um, um, like download an information pack or something like that. And, and, and it was very more soft. I don't think even the book a call was the call to action. I think it was more like, like you said, mm. stories about others who have worked with us or something like that. Um, yeah. And, and uh, particularly in healthcare, and yeah, that, that's a huge one. And, and I think the other thing is thinking about like often people jump to the call to action, like the end result they want to get, like basically a sale. And sometimes that works, depends on the sector, depends on what you're selling. Sometimes you can do that, you know, um, sales page, landing page, that's really like selling that core program. Other times, you know, people are not going to make the decision quite so quickly. They need a little bit more time because it's a bigger decision or it's a more personal decision. So I think we have to think about what's the next step we can take them on. And that next step, you know, like with Tacky Moore's example, you know, he's actually getting people to download a roadmap because that's the next step for them to think about what they're going to do, perhaps to work on, you know, to build, you know, go to one of his core programs. It's not the, it's not his ultimate goal to get them onto that. It's his ultimate goal to get them onto a core coaching program, presumably, I would say. Absolutely. And I think as, as yeah. most of us coaches, like steps. yeah, yeah, absolutely. You're, what you're highlighting is to really think about your customer journey or your, your yeah, uh, and really think through what are the steps. That, you know, and, and a good way to, uh, to learn and discover this, if you're not already doing it, and Steve is fantastic with doing this with her clients, is to actually ask your clients, like, what was that like going through that experience of buying from me? Um, you know, what, you know, did it make sense off of the program here or could I have done something better um, to mm. increase that? Uh, and for a lot of coaching services um, and things like that, we tend to need to talk to the client first anyway for our own benefit because we want to make sure it's the right fit. Um, so, so I think it's it's uh, some very good points. Um, okay, uh, we're gonna open the floor. Uh, thanks, Steve, for for your amazing input. Um, Erica, did that help answer the question? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes, up. it did. Okay. Yep. Um, Ellie, did you have any questions on on landing pages or, or you know? Have you got any pages up for your site currently? I've done, I have lots of different landing pages that we've used over the years. Um, right now we're, I'm kind of moving into a different world. Um, and uh, I, I love the example um, that, I'm sorry, I didn't have that Stevie gave yeah. about yeah um the medical uh mm. issues because there's we you know there's HIPAA there's this there's that we have clients who are so anxious and excited to talk about um what we did for them and so we record it okay but we always have to be like okay so don't tell this part right you can't be really specific about this thing because it's like yeah we helped your knees right yeah okay good that's enough like don't go into all your medical right so it's yeah. always like such a crazy thing and and it's not us telling their story but it's them telling their story and they're just and i'm just like okay okay so for our landing pages so what we before you could come into our into our orbit you have to qualify mm. so that's a really hard thing to do with what we're offering because people are like i just want you to fix my issue and it's like but you have to qualify to become part one of our clients yeah. so yeah. just having those like pre-steps and it's like i'm sorry if you don't want to go through the pre-steps because you're special <laughs> <laughs> we're all special ellie <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> but 
I get it, and I know this like right, right now, right now, right now, but the fact is, is that for our safety, yeah. you know, and for our, um, for the longevity of our brand, we have to make sure that the clients that we bring in are the right clients. And that, because people like to skip steps. Because when you're in pain, you're like, I just want the pain gone today. You help my friend, and I know you can help me too. I got that. And we probably can, but we still have to make sure that we are the right, We, you are in the right moment of your process for us to be able to intervene. So that's kind of like why we're having, like that's why I'm looking for more information about yeah. landing pages, because this is so different than my other businesses where there's not so many rules <laughs> about what you can say and can't say. And there's also, and I think that landing pages have changed yes. just since yes. COVID. I think there's a lot, a lot of information that's different. Well, COVID has just done changed the world as we all know, but things are so different now. And so I just want to make sure that I'm, um, protecting the brand, protecting the client, and um, making sure that um, it's clear. I love how you started out, you know, making sure that the person, that you you let the person know what you're offering by the, um, not the benefits, well, yeah, the benefits, but not just the features, right? The feet, because yeah. I, I yeah. you know, I remember that so well. I mean, I've been in marketing for a long time. I was like, okay, da, 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 da. and guess what? There's more. I remember that so much. I almost fell off my chair. But yeah, so, and I'm so glad we don't do that anymore because we don't have more. It's like we get you all the pain and that's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you go home yeah, and watch yeah. your way. But um, yeah, so, so essentially, um, yeah, I, I love that so much. And also kind of letting your letting people when they come onto your space to know this is who we are targeting and this is who we can help. And if this isn't you, I don't want to sound crass, but we're not the right fit. You're not the right fit if you don't fit this because we have gone very, 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 very niche. Like it is so specific. And so, and I think that's really great for landing pages to be as clear as possible. You can have multiple landing pages that fall from different funnels or different ads or whatever, but you should always be super clear as possible so that when the person comes in that they don't have a hurdle to cover. I'm glad you brought that up, Ellie, because I think that there is a filtering process. And, you know, one thing that I used to struggle with, uh, and I know some clients have struggled with is... Um, but why, why, why can't I just offer it to everyone, um, you know, because I can serve, I've got the skills, I've got the, the process and systems to serve everyone, <laughs> Steve is nodding, um, but, uh, you know, but if you can filter them out and say, well, you know, you, this is the best fit client, we're going to send you to this landing page, if you, you know, if you indicate you're not one of those clients, and you might have a simple, like, three button form on your homepage or something, or, or that could be the landing page. And just let them self-select. So this is where I'm at. I'm at in my journey. This is, you know, um, and keep that simple. And then, you know, if they're not a best fit client, you know, it's not like you're saying go away, right? You can might you might redirect them to some resources that you have, you know, maybe or even just a partner or someone someone that does it really better and specializes on what you know serving those type of people or those type of businesses or mm -hmm. uh, something like that. And I've seen that done really well as well. Uh, and good point about just uh, Steve. You want to add something? Yeah, I think it's. I think what you've highlighted, Ali, is so important. We're really talking about two different kinds of landing pages in a way. We're saying there's the landing pages where it's like there's an offer and everyone can get it, or at least everyone we targeted on Facebook, you know, can get it kind of thing. And it doesn't matter who you are, just buy it. That's fine. And there's just maybe some impulse purchase aspect to it. And then on the other hand, we're talking about businesses that really need to um, qualify their prospective clients or customers. So it's a different kind of, you know, what you're going to be offering is going to be more like a one-to-one -one service in most cases. And so when you're kind of working with someone directly as opposed to selling, you know, like an online program where you're never going to meet them, it's very different. And I think what you've highlighted there, Ali, is the importance of qualifying your clients to make sure you're going to get the right fit and you know I would just definitely say like stick to your guns on that right because you know you only want the right people that you can get results for and you know time and time again I always want to help everybody so I've like you know even though I've put these rules in and I'm like 
we, we have a qualified criteria and they must meet this criteria. Otherwise we know it doesn't work or it's not going to be as good a result. Still, I always feel this like, you know, heart's desire to still help them. And it's not actually the best thing for, you know, it's not the best thing for me. It's not the best thing for them. And you like Amp says, you can refer them on to somebody else potentially or give them a door to send them off to a free resource. But I mean, some businesses are brutal about that. You know, that ask you like, how much budget do you have to spend for a business service? And if you don't hit the box they want to hear, they say, sorry, we can't help you. That's it. You're gone. So, you know, I think you do have to be quite brutal about it. And um, you're doing it for really good reason, because actually it's not going to be the best experience for them if, if they're not right in that moment of what you can help best. Absolutely. And that's when, you know, refunds happen and that's when negative sentiment happens and yeah. news and things like this and, you know, brand that is important, that that all reflects. Okay. So we're going to move on from the, oh, Yes. I want to throw something in there. Um, Stevie said something that uh, triggered a memory for me. Uh, I recently learned what ego is. And it was me saying that I can help you, even though they didn't have the money or they didn't check the right box on my landing page. On one of my landing pages, it asked, are you prepared to spend $10,000 on an event? Mm -hmm. And if they say no, I'm supposed to say I can't help you. But I say let me show you what I can do. And you give me half of your profits. I'm thinking that's a good deal, but no, <laughs> it's not. I think even like, you know, that could work provided you're very clear on what has to be in place for that to be a success, right? Because uh, I know there are some uh, agencies out there and coaches that do the, the paid by on performance uh, contracts uh, and that can work. Uh, but as you say, you know, based on what you, how you're sharing it, it sounds like you've had that's become a mistake for you. Um, I've certainly had that experience where it's like, yeah, I can coach you. Then you realize, oh my gosh, you know, there's a reason why they don't have any money, right? <laughs> Steve's, Steve's going, oh, yeah. at least like, yeah, yeah. So, hundred percent. Thanks for sharing. Okay, um, we're going to move on. We're going to get into the the, the, the speed networking i don't want to call it speed dating um speed networking component because uh, you all might all have partners and whatnot so don't want to toes here um so this is how, how it's going to work all right so you're going to each share a 60 to 90 second pitch uh for our listeners on the podcast this is really this se uh, segment is all about uh getting our community to connect and, and really share what they do and in interact you can already hear from just the comments already that you know uh, we're a fun bunch and, and we like to um, talk about uh, cool things together. So, okay, for our guests on the, on Zoom right now, you're going to share a 60, 60 or 90, to 90 second pitch. I'm going to have a timer up so you can actually see that countdown. Uh, no pressure. Uh, I'll give you a format to share your pitch with. Um, you're going to sh also share, if you haven't already done it, drop your website or LinkedIn or whatever it is in the chat. Um, so that way each of you can connect with each other uh, immediately. Um, and for the, if you're listening and you're not the one pitching, uh, listen to the pitch and how they're, what, how, how they're actually presenting the pitch. Uh, take note of what you think is, works really well. If, and if, if there's something you feel could be better, um, give some feedback. Because this is, this is also about helping each other improve the pitch, right? Um, and I, it surprises me how rarely business owners actually um, practice their pitch. Like they, they, you know, and now that networking has been removed for, for, you know, we've been online networking for the last two years and now we're kind of coming back into meeting people in real life. Um, that's two years where a lot of business owners have not even you know, really spoken to someone about what they do uh, in that way. So listen to the pitch. And if you know, if, you know, if, if there's someone who's a good fit for, uh, you know, that business, let them know in the chat. Hey, I'll connect you to this person or this, you know, whatever it may be. Um, and follow up after the session we've had from our last two rounds uh we've had people connect you know uh connect on zoom that they, they did on you know, linkedin whatever it is and they're talking about you know working with each other or creating content together and some really cool things have been happening so this is what it's all about okay so this is the social pitch template um you're gonna start off with just you know introduce yourself your your name your title your company uh you know uh who your company serves so you know describe who your ideal customer is right and what's their main challenge that they come to you for what's the main problem uh, so hi i'm you know i'll 
we help whoever that struggle with whatever the problem is uh, we uh, and then talk about your solution what is it that you actually do okay and now I'd also want you to focus on who your ideal partners are and this is where we really get some great um, wins in this in this call is actually when you can clearly articulate who are the people that or the brands or business that businesses that are great for referring clients to you um, yeah let us know okay uh, and then talk about the best way to reach how can people reach you the best way to reach us or get started is uh, this is where uh, hints if you have a you know a, a free valuable offer let us know what that is right um, and then tell us a bit about where you're based uh, your, your where you call, what city or planet you call home uh, and then one random fact about you okay uh, fun fact all right and this is where we get a little bit personal but um, this is how you know friendships are made okay so that's a pitch you can have a screenshot oh I can actually I'll, I'll bring it back no yeah I'll screenshot it or whatever however you want to do it I can also put it on the screen if you want me to do that for you um, example pitch so this is me uh, I'm Anthony Chance move director of simple creative marketing uh, for coaches, consultants, and founders of services businesses that struggle with selling courses and services online, uh, we produce compelling case studies designed to help close more sales. Right? Uh, our ideal partners are agencies, communities, publications, and podcasts that support uh, million-dollar service companies um, or one million-dollar plus. Uh, and the best way to learn about what we do is to download uh, our free case study guide. I've got one on our site, which is simplecreativemarketing.com forward slash winning case studies. Uh, and I'm in Sydney, Australia. This is my home. And one random fact about me, uh, my first ever side hustle was teaching beginner salsa dance out of my living room in Toronto, Canada. Uh, I had just been fired from my, or made redundant from my job, my uh, corporate role. And I wanted to um, pay rent and I didn't know how I was going to do it. And then my housemate said, hey, Anf, you've been uh, volunteering, teaching salsa every weekend at the church. Why don't you uh, do that out of our living room? And that's what I did. So um, that's me. Okay, so over to you. So who's going to be our first victim? Uh, I mean, uh, business owner. <laughs> Erica, you going? I picked Stevie. Oh, you picked Stevie? I just picked oh, you Stevie. Stevie. I love it. Okay. <laughs> All right, I think Steve is up for the game. Well, thanks, Erica. Um, <laughs> thanks for volunteering me. Um, all right, well, you know, me being me, Amp, I'm probably not going to exactly follow your structure because, you know, um, <laughs> naturally I already prepared my pitch before, but I just added a few bits. So, <laughs> all right. So, hi, everybody. I'm Stevie V. Brown, and my business is called The Change Starter, as you can see. Um, we build tailored marketing systems for established businesses um, who are wanting a managed marketing function to help them grow. So they've become too big or busy to do it themselves, but they're not quite big enough to employ a marketing team. So it's kind of between the DIY marketing stage and the marketing team stage. So they've come to a stage in their business where their business is really well established um, and they've been doing their marketing themselves, but it's not cohesive. They don't have a plan and a strategy and they want to take it to that next level of professionalism and also importantly, free their own time up so that they um, can remove themselves from the marketing function and actually start running their business. So what we do is we take their annual budget under management and then we develop a tailored marketing strategy. We curate a bespoke team of marketing specialists so that we can implement the plan for them. And obviously we do that in a way that targets their ideal customers so we can increase their web and social traffic and of course increase their leads. It's a big important one. Um, so our clients are freed up to run their business and manage their growth. So our ideal partners would be marketing service providers who want to white label their services um, and work with marketeers instead of clients. That's who we're looking for at the moment. Um, one random fact about me, I hate coriander. Oh my gosh, love it, love it, love it. All right, <laughs> Stevie, uh, who would you like to nominate to do their pitch next? I wonder who should I nominate? I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go crazy and nominate Ellie. <laughs> <laughs> Ellie, you're up. That's just so um that's just so funny because uh you should have got Erica because she started this mess. Okay, so uh okay, so I need the the um yep. this is my first time, so I need the setup of what I'm supposed yeah. to say. Yeah, okay, let me bring that up for you. Uh here we go. I'm gonna need that too. Okay. 
Okay, so hi, I'm Elle Kersey. I'm the CEO and the founder of Lux Maverick. Um, what we do, our ideal customer, our, our ideal customers are um, professional athletes that want to extend their careers um, and um, uh, like high performance executives who need, who also use their bodies as part of their, you know, work life. Um, the, the struggles that we help them overcome is recurring pain. So like shoulders and necks, all kind of joint trauma and stuff like that. There's two out of every eight people in the world have chronic pain. And, um, uh, so what I've been able to do was develop a way to help people to actually recover from really old injuries like stuff they got as children that they've been compensating for all their lives all the way up to now and instead of it taking months or years it just takes days so it's great um our, our ideal partners are um uh, coaches like not business coaches but uh sports coaches um uh agents um owner team owners um, just people kind of like in that orbit that it, are aware of the types of injuries that professional athletes can have. Um, the best way to reach out to us right now, because we're, we haven't launched yet, we're kind of like in the beginning stages of launching, but luxmaverick.com is, is open and you can always reach me on LinkedIn and stuff like that until we actually do our launch. It's going to be June 1st. Um, I am currently in Greenville, South Carolina. Um, I'm originally from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And a random fact about me is I am actually a homebody. I love to cook, even though people always think that I'm like, always want to be out there in the public. <laughs> <laughs> you got to cook it up, Elle. Uh, uh, fantastic. Well done on your first pitch. I, I um, just a couple of things that stood out to me with that. Um, you dropping facts like I, I love how you integrate like you know two out of eight people are dealing with chronic fatigue um, or, or yeah like I didn't know that so I was like wow I didn't know that that's cool uh, and then you you here's your USP when you when you said instead of months for recovery or years you, you it, when they work with you it takes days like that was like wow okay if I if too bad I'm not a professional athlete but if I was I, I'd, I'd be coming to you right like that's, oh. that's um so, so definitely keep that in your pitch uh i like that you're clear on who the partners were um and i think even from hearing about your partners mike because me being natural content strategist uh i'm going okay well how, how do we get you in front of team owners and agents and, and these type of people because you know you know and there's, there's different ways to do that and stevie would have a system all behind how to do this um uh, but fantastic uh love it love it love it okay so we've got one person okay. left who, who who's who's that going to be l who's going to be doing that well thank you so much um i really per appreciate that and of course the illustrious erica bates will be next let's go erica okay hi I am Erica Bates. I am a virtual summit strategist. My company is Talk Virtual. Uh, my ideal customers are event producers um, who struggle with uh, tech, automation, and repurposing their virtual summit content. Um, let's see, the ideal partners for us. I think I just said that. Uh, the best way to uh, reach us, to get started, um, is uh, LinkedIn. And uh, I am from uh, Spartanburg. Well, I'm in Spartanburg, South Carolina. I'm also from Greenville. Um, and one random fact about me, uh, in my own mind, I am a, a linchpin. I like to connect other people with uh, other people because uh, I like I like uh, <laughs> get, letting people get to know each other. Wonderful. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to... Uh, I'd like to ask maybe Elle and Stevie to comment on the partners because you said, oh, you know, so there's a difference between referral partners and clients, right? So you say wow. that you serve, um, you know, event managers, event producers, okay? So mm -hmm. I'm curious, maybe Stevie and Elle, who would you think would be a good potential partner um, for Erica to, to talk to that can refer event ma managers to her? So the way I advise clients on this is to say, build your ecosystem. 
So, you know, you're in the event space. So I would look at, you know, you've got you in, in the center, you know, if you did like a kind of spider graph, you've got you in the center and then you say, okay, who else are the people that are involved in events um, and in particular virtual events, I guess. So, you know, you might have videographers that are, get involved with things like that. You might have, uh, I don't know, equipment specialists like microphone specialists, or, you know, you might have, I don't know, you, you would know better than me, but like literally draw your map out of like, who are all the people that get involved and need to be involved? Like even like down to like software, you know, software companies, like who is it that you need to use for different types of um, events. And then those people become your ecosystem. And that's a really easy way. If you just map that out, it's a really easy way to then say, right, who do I know in each of these spaces? So once you like work out the categories, then I always say to clients, like just now do a list of, you know, the people you already know that who's in your network already that can be referral partners for you. And then once you've kind of got your map, your ecosystem, system map you can actually start building a plan like how am I going to connect with these people how am I going to you know build the relationship further what what if if relevant what kind of offer can I put to them to help them bring referrals to me um, and how do I you know connect with them on an ongoing basis so that's kind of how I would look at that usually yeah I love that oh did you want to add something there I agree with that fully Erica already has some referral partners that she can use. I think she could probably utilize them, um, like Stevie just said. Um, I think that there are, Erica is, Erica has all the elements that she needs really to, to, to make the steps that she, that she needs to right now. Um, I just happen to know her situation more intimately, but I think that she um, really, is in a good space and I think that people like like her kind of getting more in front of different types different groups of coaches and offering them the opportunity to, or educating them to the point where they understand that they the benefits of virtual the benefits of having an event those kind of things I think it's more of a packaging conversation for her target because she's in front of them all the time all the time and i think that that would be um because she knows who her people are you know what i mean she already knows she just didn't see them yeah okay. <laughs> <laughs> packaging and yeah maybe that can be our next topic talking about packaging um so uh, i i i like what you said there L, about so one thing that came comes to mind to me is erica do you want people who are moving from physical in-person events to virtual and they need that support or do you want people who already have made the decision because there are a lot of companies out there during the pandemic decided we're going virtual uh and and just need to run better events because they're realizing you know people aren't showing up or uh, they're not getting the engagement they want or they're not getting you know the responses or in your i know we've uh, i've coached you before on a previous call where it's about what they they're already investing you know thousands if not millions of dollars into these events and therefore you know buying a ten thousand dollar package from you is not a big deal um but i think it's it's you know it's a the difficulty between having to educate the client so then they understand your value versus they already understand we need someone like you and we're just gonna you know we need, we need to know what your packages are um stevie what are your thoughts around that yeah, I, I think that's actually, you know, hearing Al talk about it, obviously knowing a bit more info than I do um, about you, the specifics of your business, Erica, I, th I think it does sound like you can really build a very strong package across that ecosystem, like thinking of all those different areas. And then if, if, the, if the specific target is those businesses who are making that shift or have tried to make the shift, but are kind of not maybe quite getting it right, it's not quite there yet. It's a little bit like some of my clients where they, they kind of try to do some marketing, but it's not kind of working for them. They're not quite sure. And it's a bit incohesive. And it sounds like you could be someone who could really mold that all together and say, hey, you know what, this is, we're going to go through this roadmap. And this package is going to, there's going to be different things happening at each stage of this roadmap. And that's what's going to get you to like the ultimate virtual events, like how to run the ultimate virtual events. You know, this is how you will succeed through our package. And it's got everything along the way. And if you build partners with, you know, so I, I don't know the specifics, but let's say there's software involved 
you know, can you build a partnership with those softwares to provide a discount to onboard those people to that software, um, you know, or can you just have like a kind of affiliate marketing with the software, for example. Um, but I think, yeah, having that package sounds like it might be the way to go because the problem that, that I imagine they're having is we just don't know how to do this and we're kind of too busy to do it and we don't necessarily have a virtual events department <laughs> or people that can make this happen or we're not sure who should be involved if we did so you can actually come in and say well you don't really need that because with my package you just follow the steps and then at the end of it you'll have all these amazing you know your perfect road or perfect blueprint for um a virtual event so that sounds to me like really worth spending you know not knowing what you have in place already obviously but really spending the time to have that package together and then selling that package should be um much easier if you're just answering all the questions you know like I think of it as like what are the, the the FAQs you know what are the questions that people are asking when they come to you or when they're struggling to create the perfect virtual event those are all the questions your package has to answer so you're like well we that's okay we'll do that tick 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 you know it's just it's done uh, first off has anybody else noticed the ghost walking behind Anthony Second, um, yeah. <laughs> That's freaky, Second. no. <laughs> <laughs> I've got chills now, thanks, Erica. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you guys already know I have an AppSumo addiction. Um, there's a SaaS uh, product out there for, uh, well, it tells you when SaaS companies get uh, a new round of funding. And I was thinking maybe all of those new round of funding companies could use an event. So, uh, yeah, I was mm. definitely thinking about that, Stevie. Um, awesome. So, I, I think I, I have a, a good direction. Is um, I need to work on my packages more, maybe. Maybe um, my uh, wording could be a little more clear, I'm thinking. Yeah, I think it, it's, it's you know, because I know you offer a membership, and I know you've also had services, which it's like um, more consulting-type services. Uh, I do feel mm. there's a place where, you know, there are these organizations where they would prefer just to hire someone like you come in and actually put put that together for me and if not you maybe you can do similar to what stevie has stevie has um like she has she works with contractors and and she she has, she pulls together different team members required for that particular client and then sell and she sells the package but then she goes and and thinks that she already has the connections and says, okay, well, I need a copywriter for this project, so I'll bring in Ant, or I need this person for this project, so I'll bring in this person. Um, and then, so she's not delivering the work in that way. She, she does the strategy for the client, but then, you know, let's leave it with you. I'm sorry, <laughs> there's a ghost. It's really freaky. <laughs> it went past twice, right? <laughs> I think it's, uh, it's a big guy behind me. If I took off the camera. It's the podcast ghost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! Okay, um, awesome. Sorry, right, uh, that's all good. I wanted to. Uh, we're it's gonna... not a ghost. This is re it's the light refracting off your the different colors of gray and white. Every time you move, it flicks. The Come camera. on, Al, just play along. It's a ghost. freaking out a little bit. Y'all think he's playing? It's reflecting off your mirror behind you, Al. That's what's going on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> crazy like i am trying to set this office up and this this is actually mounted to the wall <laughs> oh my god so funny right. i was like i don't want to take it down so let's see if we can make it work i think i'm gonna put something over it so it's not really reflective like that but i'm working on it okay thanks again for tuning in and i hope you got some real great value from this episode it was fun to record and i want to give a quick shout out and thank you to our guests that's Erica Bates from talk-virtual.com. Uh, we've had L. Kersey from luxmaverick.com. That's lux, L-U-X-E-M-A-V-E-R-I-C-K.com. And Stevie Brown from thechangestarter.com. Right now, if you are wanting to get a free 10,000-word trial of Jasper AI software uh, and write your marketing copy faster, then head over to simplecreativemarketing.com forward slash AI. That's simplecreativemarketing.com forward slash AI. And if you'd like to join us on our next podcast party, I'd love to invite you. Uh, it's happening uh, next month. And all you need to do is head over to simplecreativemarketing.com forward slash podcast party. Uh, 
that's simplecreativemarketing.com forward slash podcast party and uh, you can sign up there and we have limited spots so I'd love to have you join us and have some fun with us next time thank you again for listening hit subscribe and leave us a nice five-star review uh, if you are getting value from this episode and definitely please share this podcast out with people who might also learn something as well thanks again for tuning in and we'll catch you on the next episode Now, just quickly, if you want to check out the show notes for this episode, just head over to simplecreativemarketing.com forward slash podcast, uh, and you can grab all the links and things and resources on there. And also, if you are a conscious entrepreneur, got a professional services business, working B2B, uh, and you've got an interest in building influence and income through showing up, serving others, and being real, then I invite you to join my Authentic Influence Warriors Facebook group. Uh, if you want to do that, just head over to simplecreativemarketing.com forward slash community. Okay, thanks for joining in, and I'll see you on the next episode. for listening to the Authentic Influence podcast at AuthenticInfluence.co. 